sky above Provide freedom for the dove Watch the days go by And I've sat around instead of learning how to fly Searching from within But I feel my brain is made of straw and my heart of tin And I am feeling desperate and alone And I am drifting farther from my home
alive for except to grab all the kicks we can. To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from the recent past in the Dogwater Studios, high above UNR in Reno, Nevada. That's my old script. I stick to it. But you know what? It doesn't always happen. We have Chewbacca. We got Cadillac Kim. Ian is not here, and that's a bummer. Rory's not here, and that's a bummer. But we do got Dogwater Dick and Liam Kyle Cahill and his roommate, Chris. <laughs> On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Hell yeah. <laughs> Rick, what happened to the sound? <laughs> what do I you just, mean? I just got, went from shit. mono to stereo. Is that what it is? Okay, it's super, super uh, it, loud. Yeah, it it's like, like totally got boosted. Okay. Huh? Really? I think it sounds like it's it all right. Did. It's okay now. Yeah. No, I heard <laughs> that, Kim. I know what you're talking about. I was like, about. what? Like, it, it, it <laughs> went up keep a couple decibels. Louder? The, little box, the little box that feeds all the headphones is next to, to Liam. Did he touch something? Uh, oh, my oh, yeah. God. He I have. <laughs> so my, my headphones <laughs> fell off, and I went to go pick it up, but then it was tangled. And uh-huh. uh, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think all the box is the... upside down. Oh, good job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so Kim's not high. This is really happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, so Liam, are you looking at the little box? Oh yeah. So the 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 top one that says master should be one notch under twelve. Wait, I'm looking all... at a Playboy. Is that what you're describing? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't think Rick has any Playboys in this house. <laughs> He's barking up the wrong tree there. No, Playboys are. I, I feel like Playboys are what like the the nudie magazines that gay guys would like. As a poet, because right? they're artful. Is that they're true, artful, Rick? and they have great articles. <laughs> yeah, and that too. Yeah, some of the best writers in the if world. If Rick had them around for the bands, I could see that. Yeah, maybe. Also, well, you know, Penthouse tell. Penthouse Forum um, was uh, great yeah. because there was a lot of dudes having sex with women in there. Oh, mm. so there you go. <laughs> Did you borrow your dad's copy of Penthouse? Oh, everybody snuck into their parents' bedroom yeah. and tried to find something. I had an uncle with like thirty of them in a in the bathroom. I, oh my god, same. Okay, so like when I was visiting my grandma <laughs> I once, I saw uncle. my very first like porno mag when I was like eleven, Whoa. and I was like, "What is this?" I was looking for something under the bathroom sink, and it was like shoved yeah. up in the plumbing from like nineteen seventy two. So like, did she Whoa. have did she have a son that was hiding it back there and yes. forgot? Yeah, one of my uncles. Oh wow! Back in the day, yeah. and like nobody ever cleaned back up in there. Um, and... you know, I don't think so. I put it back where I found it, and then when my grandma died, they sold the house, and I am ninety nine percent sure it's still there. Oh, that's so be. awesome! When I was wow. like sixteen, my parents took us to Hawaii for Thanksgiving, and we like rented a house on the beach. And I went to the bathroom in there, and I like for some reason I climbed up on the sink and looked above. The lighting fixtures on above the sink, and there was totally two penthouses up there. Nice, it was rad. I took those home and I kept them for many years. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I I found uh, I found uh, um, what were they? They were penthouses in in uh, in one of my sets of parents' bedrooms, and it was under the bed, and it was covered in dust, like nobody had touched it in a million years. (laughs) And I remember the being. It was the first time I was ever freaked out. You know, you're watching just regular ass porn, and then you see. It's like it's like it's like cousins or like or like brother and sister or it's got like weird shit that you're like what the fuck is that about or like really intense feet stuff or some gross or like fisting and I'm just like Ew. I'm like why are you guys doing that stop it you, you know 
<laughs> I don't want to yuck anybody's yeah. yum, but but the first the first time I first time I ever experienced that was seeing in the back of this magazine <clears throat> magazine there were advertisements for other magazines that were more intense than Penthouse, yeah. and one of them was called fucking pregnant what <laughs> and on the cover was a picture of this really hot guy making love to a naked like nine month pregnant woman hmm. okay and I just thought like straight people are fucking gross <laughs> yeah we're the gross ones for sure <laughs> so Liam's here yeah. Liam's here Liam. hi everyone Welcome. it's been a while it has been a while you brought 20, your roommate 2018 I did. It, tw- that was when I came? 2018, yep. Oh my gosh. And you know what I was probably doing in 2018? Talking about the record that's still not out yet. Oh God. <laughs> oh Jesus. You gave us this uh, f- this five song this CD. Yeah. So uh, um, first, I don't want to, I know we just mentioned that uh, my roommate Chris is here. And so I want to acknowledge that he is right over there. And I literally keep <laughs> Hi, thinking- Hi Chris. Hey, good evening people. Hi, Chris. I, I keep looking over <laughs> and- Chris. <laughs> and this is, this might sound weird, but he like- He's never looked like Colin Kaepernick to me until today. Like I keep looking over and I'm like, "Wow, I'm in a room with Colin Kaepernick." No, it's still just Chris. My, my hair's just on point. It's because he's That's all backlit this. and looks very distinguished. Yeah, it's my couch. My couch does it's that to couch. a lot of people. Yeah. He's got a red shirt, so maybe you're thinking 49. So yeah, that, it, has, it has nothing to do with me. It's a couch. It's and a, his yeah. hair is <laughs> froed today. Your hair is a lot more froed. I'm on than point. It today. Oh, yeah, I know. My hair. It's a good hair day. What can I say? Man? I'm on point. Thank you. Too bad this is a fake radio show yeah. with, and. The audience can't see. Yeah, you can uh, just it's okay. <laughs> go to our website if you're not, if you're like listening on something else besides the website, <laughs> you can go look at the pictures <laughs> of Decide for yourself. roommate Chris. Which, which is kind of cool because, you know, honestly, uh, you know, with Liam being my roommate, this is actually only the second time I've actually really heard him play his music. I've, oh, I've never really heard him perform. So, so Liam, you don't play at home? Cool. Like I mean, he does, but I mean, he doesn't really play his songs as much. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, Sorry, see, this is a way to break the ice. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, okay, so I know that sounds like, that might sound a little weird, and it is maybe, perhaps, but... Um, I, yeah, explain it, it a little better than I did. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been playing a ton of shows in the last year and a half because of COVID, and, you know, when I'm... When I'm working on stuff, I have a, a room in my house that's kind of my studio. And generally, I'm in there like door closed, working on something new, either writing or learning a cover song or prepping for a, a you know a gig I'm doing or, or whatever it is. And I I don't know. I just like I haven't we haven't had like the all right, Chris, sit on the couch. You need to hear me play. Like I haven't <laughs> yeah. just played for Chris. Like that's just not. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. How would you have that conversation anyway? Like, you're in your room playing your Xbox and like... Chris, you don't yeah. understand. I'm really yeah. important. I need to yeah. play for you. <laughs> yeah. Listen to me play hey, music. <laughs> Come watch me play video games. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool to hear music. I mean, it's definitely cool to hear live music, of course, you know, that's without saying, you know, with all yeah. the pandemic and hearing live music again come back is always good and Fucking refreshing. Man. But it's cool, you know, I... I I've always known my, my roommate's talented, but actually hear him and hear his, him play his music, it, it's, it's, it's a benefit. It's cool. Thank you. Yeah. Aww, yeah. Well, we're glad to have you here. Cool. Hey, thank you. In the living room, um, I don't know if the uh, audience has noticed the change in the... Um, the attitude. The, <laughs> in our <laughs> attitude. <laughs> uh, we're feeling a little salty. No. Uh, uh, Rick has, has moved us, moved the studio uh, yeah. for the podcast down to Quite the Quite a bit room. more elbow room down here. And you can hear a, a roomier sound, I think, uh, to the wow. podcast. And it's tolerable because all of the normal people that talk softly and like ordinary human beings are downstairs. 
Like once Rory comes back, we got to go back upstairs. Oh. <laughs> and the enclosed room. I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. I feel down here like we're a little safer. Like, oh I don't yeah, know, we don't get our cooties on each other no, as much. If yeah. any one of us gets COVID, you will all have it by the end of the show. <laughs> There's just no question. You think? Right. Uh, well, we're all not not in now. this room. Not in, in this the, room. In, in the little room. Yeah, it's a little better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So we'll see. <laughs> God, now that we said that, right? uh, did we just invite a plague to upon something your house? cheerful, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, what have you been up to since the last time we saw you? Well, uh, so I we, I got a little sidetracked um, about the album, right? So when I right. came in 2018, I had started tracking this new album in 2017. And I was here in 2018, and I anticipated at that point that it was going to come out in 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was supposed to. And uh, for a lot of reasons, it took a lot more time, a lot more money to finalize it. And uh, we, we tracked 15 songs. I opted to do an 11-song full-length and a 5-song EP, which equals 16, not 15, because one song is repeated on both, and that's the title track to the EP, Love You to Life. Okay. And so um, so here it is now, two years later in 2019. Long story short, I actually got super depressed. Um, I, uh, I, I mean, I, I think that I had sort of like a slow creeping depression that I realized, and then I was dating a girl that I was like head over heels for, and you'll hear a couple songs about that. Mm-hmm. And um, I uh, I admitted to her that I was starting to feel depressed. And honestly, that was like the beginning of the end. That like freaked her out. And she, you know, what a lot of people like me for is that I'm like really optimistic and happy all the time. And then when you admit to people that you're not happy all the time, it weirds people out. Yeah. Um, and so to me, I, I think that was a big part of it. Anyways... Uh, I was, it was my intention to release the record that year. And then, uh, we broke up, she broke up with me and I was like a vegetable for like six to eight months. Like, you know, not, not suicidal, but it was like, I was just walking around like, you know, if I just got hit by that bus, it wouldn't be so bad. You know, like, like it it was like, I was just like, I, 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 I've never felt like that in my life. Before mm-hmm. or since, where I just was so, um, I, I wasn't excited. Nothing could excite me. And so the thought of releasing a record, I just didn't care. I just had no drive yeah. to go and do it. That and sense. so it actually took me um, almost getting arrested. Um, well, okay. it, it, t- well, it took me, it's almost, <laughs> I was. Whoa, <laughs> what happened? Well, first we got. First, we should say that, like, if if you're with somebody and they reach out to you and say that they're dealing with emotional problems, you shouldn't like shun them and break up with them. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you've got a friend that reaches out to you that says, "Yeah, you're dealing with depression," bullet there. You like, know you, I mean? you need to like that's if somebody. That's the way she felt about it. Like, you're they like, should like oh shit. help you talk you're about kicking off. somebody well, when like, they're down. Right? I mean, there's I mean, apps. <laughs> there's like therapy. There's like. All kinds of shit that you should do when that happens. And it's not an uncommon thing. Like people yeah, go through I this. I agree. It's a thing people go through. No, I agree. Yeah. And I'm I'm really open about it. I, I had never had a therapist up to that point. I now have a therapist. I have a great therapist. Good job. Thank you. And and again, it's like I'm I actually am okay talking about it because I don't want it to be taboo. I want people to know that it's a relatively normal thing that people struggle. And 
Um, and this particular individual, I think one of the reasons why it was so tough for her was because she was struggling with it herself. And I think she was sort of like wanting me to be that sunny person. And then when she found out I wasn't always the sunny person, it was like, oh, shit. Right. So anyways... You can't uh, have two emotional vampires. Only one emotional <laughs> vampire and one constant victim is much better. Sure. I'm not saying that about your ex. I'm saying that in general. So I, I agree. Well, and, and so really long story short, um, I, for, yeah, about six months, I was, I was just really sad and I had no drive to do anything. And then I was driving to Texas for Christmas to be with my family and uh, uh, I picked up a hitchhiker outside of El Paso, Texas, which is, you know, I've picked up lots of hitchhikers. I've, I've traveled so much. I've yeah. driven so many miles and toured so many places. And I've, I generally think of it as good karma to, mm-hmm. to pick people up. If I have the open space and if I'm not running super tight on time, um, it doesn't bother me. Oftentimes, you know, sometimes, yeah, they'll smell bad, but there's usually they'll have a cool story. It'll be it'll it's entertaining at the very least. It's yeah. always entertaining. Can you describe this hitchhiker? Absolutely. <laughs> in general terms? <laughs> well, I haven't even told you what happened yet. So, yeah, in general terms, uh, he was uh, mid to late 40s. Um, his uh, son had graduated high school a couple years earlier. He went through a divorce. Uh, he He was like he worked in tech, I think. Um, and, you know, clean cut guy, uh, supposedly former military, um, really nice guy, like very clearly intelligent. What was he wearing? I don't know, man. <laughs> you don't I, know? I'm a dude. I'm well, a like straight I dude. A, I would have saying, no idea. Because if I'm picking up somebody and, oh, he, know, he was dre- he's in military fatigue. No, 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 no. I would remember that. I yeah, got you. And then no. I was picturing like overalls, no shirt. no. No, he was uh, literally <laughs> probably. Just so you know where we're all at. Probably. Kim, were you picturing a clown suit? Because like one <laughs> yes, of us has to pick um, that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Jeans and a t-shirt, probably. Okay. 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 Like you know, standard uniform. Sure. Like okay. a regular person. Right. Um, um, hitchhiking uniform. Not, but not like <laughs> a bum or nothing. No, no, no. Like and and I, I've definitely picked up some people that very clearly, you know, were homeless. And that's fine. And this guy actually didn't yeah, have a home. I didn't well, it's not fine bum. that they're homeless, Liam. Well, <laughs> yeah, I didn't Liam. mean to say Every, bum. Like everyone, has, everyone has their struggles. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's so true. And I was having my struggles at this point in time, for sure. Oh, right, right. So I'm driving, and I had a 14-hour drive. I was going from Phoenix to Austin, Texas. El Paso is seven hours into the drive. Now, I had stayed up with a Burning Man friend the night before, way too late and so i was supposed to be on the road at 7 a.m the next morning didn't get on the road till like 10 30 so here it is it's about 5 p.m and i'm coming into el paso and i'm like oh my god i have seven more hours to drive and i see this guy thumb out on the side of the road i was like you know what that's perfect i need somebody to talk to like i was tired didn't you know i just i thought it was great pick him up great conversationalist man we just start chatting like he starts telling me all sorts of crazy shit. He told me about his divorce. He quit his, you know, uh, he had another year for his uh, kid to graduate high school. Kid graduated. He sold his house, quit his job, bought a sailboat, traveled around for a year, met a girl. Um, and then and then after about a year of sailing, he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I, I need to be on land for a little bit. He had a friend in Oregon. He was from Washington. 
And he had a friend in Oregon that said, hey, I want to build a second house on my property. Um, and apparently this guy's a carpenter too. And he was going and they were working on building this house. And then his girlfriend burned it down. Oh my God. And so he's telling me this story and he's like, yeah. So he's like, this just all happened like a month ago. She's now in jail or prison for arson. And he's like, we were supposed to go on this trip together and now I'm doing it by myself. And I was like, man, that's some heavy shit. And so we're just talking and talking. Now, has anyone here ever driven to Texas or through Texas? I absolutely have. Uh, I've never driven it's across it. I've driven long. in Texas, but not. Now, not only is not, it long. I'm not yeah, West Texas. I, I flew in and I got have. a ride. Is it comparable <laughs> driving to Tonopah from here? No. No. Okay. It's, it's nothing far. like no. it. Yeah. And and listen to this, because this will blow your mind. You guys know how when you drive from here to California, they have a a, a stop, a, a, you know, a vegetation stop where they say, yeah. hey, do you have, oh, yeah. do you have, have any plants? Yeah. yeah. So in Texas, I didn't even cross a border. This was like, I was well into Texas and I wasn't going across any border. And they had a random stop in the middle of nowhere. I think it's on Highway 10, right outside Mm -hmm. of El Paso. And it's a drug stop. And they have a drug dog walk around every single car. Holy shit. Shitload of drugs in that area. Which I'm going to say... I was not worried about because you I can't smell LSD because I didn't have any drugs. <laughs> oh, oh, good God. job! Right. So that's why you already take them before you hit that stop. That's why, that's <laughs> you so you know, and I'm just like, we're coming up. I'm like, man, this is nuts. Like the there's all the cameras. Like it was more intense than any. Like I felt like I was going into the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Um, just the level of security that was in the middle that, of nowhere. That area is like Ugh. there's like the center of the drug. Yeah, and that's what I learned. Business, yeah. That's what I learned is that they're looking for smugglers. Smuggling, right? And Mm. so, anyways, I'm driving through, and you know, we get to the we, you know, and we're still just continuing to have conversation. He seems totally normal. We get up to the front, and the the doc barks, and they say, you know, okay, we need both of you guys to get out of the car. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) And and they they bring us in, and um, they wouldn't tell us, you know, they were like, all right, you're uh, you're being detained. Uh, they wouldn't tell us what for. Eventually, they put us into two separate cells. Well, so before they did that, we were sitting next to each other. They, what are we being uh, detained for? What are we being? They wouldn't tell us. Finally, after I think I was detained for something like six hours, and for a couple hours they wouldn't say anything. Finally, they say, "Okay, we found marijuana." They tore my car apart, and they come back and they say, "Well, we found marijuana." And then they walk away, and it's just the two of us. And I was like, "Do you have any weed on you?" And he's like. A little. And I was like, oh, (laughs) Oh, shit. I was like, all right, all right. So as it turned out, he had a pound. Oh, fuck. Wow. That's a little. So when he he has a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, Chris, you are so worth that microphone just now. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying, you know, I mean. (laughs) So so here's the thing. He was coming from Oregon. And if, if I'm not mistaken, a pound is the legal maximum in Oregon that you can purchase, right? Uh, I thought it was like an ounce. Usually it's an ounce. Quarter pound at the most. Oh, okay. But isn't Oregon like full of hippies? Wouldn't it have like a pound limit? Yeah, but I think it's sure? an ounce. Yeah, but not I, across state lines. I don't know yeah, what. Yeah, definitely limit. not across state lines. I don't know. <laughs> Hitchhiking. However, here's the thing. And he held out the whole time. I, th- I would have been more bummed he, at that. I mean, dude, you sitting on a pound and you come on, brother. Like, I'm sorry, man. 
I, you know, Whoa. it's all good. It's all good. So, anyways, yeah, you, as a hitchhiker, Sorry, you kind of just... lead with that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I do you a... need any weed, bro? Because I, I got a bag. I, like, I, I got you covered, <laughs> man. Yeah. How far are we driving? I got you covered. Like, you know, like, and he was actually going just south of Austin. I was going to take him seven hours. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going to take him the whole rest of the way. Mm. Um, and so, uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, so he said he had a little. So anything <laughs> over four ounces is a felony in Texas. Ooh, yeah. And so simply because it was my car, they were this close to charge me. And you can't see this, but I'm, I'm doing like the little this minuscule sign. Like half um, an inch. Ha, yeah, ha, quarter inch. Wow. Quarter they were, inch. They, they actually, um, they were going to charge me with possession simply because it was my car. Because I said, I don't know this guy. He's a hitchhiker. And they were like, Right. Everybody <laughs> We've said never heard that, that all the time, bro. <laughs> um, so yeah, long story short, they put us in separate cells. We kept asking for a phone call. They wouldn't give us a phone call. I actually had to take a shit and there was no toilet paper in my cell. <laughs> I kept requesting oh toilet God. paper and they wouldn't bring it to me. Mm. And <laughs> I thought Texas was a part of America. Yeah. <laughs> And apparently it is not because they would not bring me toilet paper. Wow. So you, you did thought you, 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 you were at the Ritz Carlton, not did, jail. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you have to take a shit and then just like drip dry? I held it. No, okay. I didn't go. Just okay. hope I'll okay. take this shit and it's going to be didn't. one of those dry ones and I, I, it'll be all right. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. I well, did it gotta, long it, enough. Dude, you got a lot of fiber, but you were up all night the night before drinking. It's going to be like just... <laughs> It's going to be soft service. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to go, but I, I just, I opted to like hold. I was like, I was like, I'm, I told myself they're going to bring me toilet paper. I'm going to wait till they bring it. And they fucking never did. Wow. So, um, anyways, event, finally they kept saying, well, you need the sheriff to come. So this was border patrol uh-huh. and border patrol. They like, they wouldn't listen to anything I said. They were, it was like, right. Right. Oh, I thought you, I thought he said you were the hitchhiker. And I'm like, no, look at the car. It's registered to my... What are you, an idiot? Um, oh, they so like it, when you talk to them like that. Yeah. <laughs> that, gets you, that's, get, that gets you places really quick. Yeah, that's for sure. I have Never good places, day, but places. The one day but I you're went no to, bootlicker. I'll dude, give you that. The one day I went to jail, I thought that they had like a little clipboard that said, be nice to this guy. It's his first time here. <laughs> Turns out they don't do that. <laughs> they just treat everybody like dog shit. It, yeah. it was wild. It's like a landlord. Yeah. Everybody lies to them, there so they're no, just angry. There was no ring bell for ring service. Or, you know. right. <laughs> I, I mean, like I had never, I don't know. I, I don't know what I thought, but I mean, I was in there. I was actually about to like bang on my door again to be like, yo, you guys really have to give me a phone call. Like it's within my legal yeah. limits. And then they let me talk to my lawyer. The guy in the cell next to me did that. And then I had just like a tiny slit in my window. They had like a piece of paper on the outside, but I could just barely see through. And I saw them. Uh, he was like, hey, I want my phone call. They brought him out. There was like four cops surrounding him. They put him on the wall, then put him on the floor, then put him back on the wall, then put him back on the floor, then put him back on the wall, then put him back on the floor. And they're like yelling at him the whole time. I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going <laughs> to knock on my door anymore. Yeah, yeah. You, you let me know when it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just ship my pants. Yeah, you forgot all about <laughs> like, that toilet paper real yeah, quick after like, that, right? <laughs> They, I mean, it was like, they were just very clearly like intimidating. And like after the, I mean, I've like really taken time to process mm-hmm. this. And, uh, so I, I, you know, anyways, really long story short, the other guy, the hitchhiker was like pleading the fifth. He wasn't going to talk to them at all. And I, for the most part, wasn't either other than 
I probably talked to him too much. I was like, Hey, I, th- this is a hitchhiker. I'm trying to go to Austin, Texas. Like I don't, I just picked him up an hour ago. Like, uh. and, uh, he wouldn't say anything. So finally, 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 after six hours, they bring a sheriff in. Um, they put us, you know, they spread our legs, put us up against the wall. We can't look at them. We can't look at each other. And, um, they start asking us a bunch of questions. He says just enough. Yes, I am a hitchhiker. No, I don't know him. Um, and th- they go, so are you saying all the weed is yours? And he like kind of looks over at me best he can. And he goes, what I'm saying is the blue and gold backpack and its contents belong to me. If you found anything else in that car, that doesn't belong to me, which was a smart move. Cause for all he knew, I could have had something totally different. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you could have been sitting on two pounds. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, so the, the sheriff pulls me aside and he's just like, he's like, honestly, I didn't believe you at first. He's like, I'm not still not even sure I believe you, but he's like something inside of me. He's like, he's like, your record is totally clean. He's like, you know, your story lines up. You have Nevada plates. Uh, I told him exactly where I was going. I told him him you were a singer. No, (laughs) no, I don't think that would have helped. But kind of, if you Google me, you can see that I'm just a singer, dude. I don't, but then they're also like singers never smoke weed. (laughs) Right. 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 Yeah. Maybe that was best. You didn't mention the music at all. So that's true. So yeah, long, long story short, um, you know, they end up letting me go. The, the, uh, sheriff pulls me aside and he, he literally though was like, he's like, I was this close to sending you out. And he's like, I could just as easily do this. Um, simply on possession because it was my vehicle and it was in my vehicle. Um, but he gave, he let me off on a warning and that in a really weird way woke me up from my like depression coma. Hmm. I was like, it was just like, holy shit. I like, I needed something to wake me up and that's what did it. It was a jolt. Yeah. Mm. I was like, oh fuck. Like that. It was a a minimum of two years in prison and a $10,000 fine. And that yeah. was so hypothetically that hitchhiker I picked up is still in prison. Oh, did they Probably. arrest him? So they arrested him for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. found yeah. a weed in Texas, yeah. So would Damn. you would you say that, that experience, Paso. you know, scared you shitless? Do you pick up <laughs> hitchhikers? You must have been about ready to shit your pants. Right. I <laughs> I drove about 10 miles down the road to the nearest town. And there was a McDonald's. It was like the only thing that was open. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And food has never tasted so free. That is the best McDonald's I have ever yep. had in my life. Yep. And, yep. and that bathroom definitely was the best. <laughs> yeah. Arguably the nicest bathroom I've ever been but to. But they didn't have toilet paper yet. Golden Arch Oasis. No, that shitty McDonald's toilet paper was the sweetest stuff you ever saw, huh? So sweet. Because you know it's like one ply, giant roll. Yeah, man, just double yeah. up on Half a ply. That's what I heard anyway. Dude, the day I got out of par, like <laughs> when I got out of jail, I walked straight across the street from part of the 7-Eleven and bought chapstick. And it was the best chapstick I ever used in my entire life. <laughs> Am I the only one here who's never been arrested? Plead the fifth. Yeah, probably. <laughs> do I do I count as being? I was detained, but I technically I not count as being arrested. That that counts because I was only in there for twenty three hours. So <laughs> all right, <laughs> I, I, I've been uh, uh, detained in jail, arrested twice, and both for very short amount of time. I think mm. one time overnight for like like six hours. That or something. time you knocked. Oh, up so the six hours store? is your no, most. No, the the one the long one was was uh, when I got um, 
pulled over for so you're not going to you know a warrant for not going to like a speeding ticket or ah. some stupid shit like that. But the other one was I was playing a gig where a fight broke out. Um, <laughs> it was an intox show was was going on. And there was uh, FSU or something? Yeah, there was, no, it was actually at Area Fifty One, huh. and uh, my band played that night, Fat Couch, and I had this um, white face makeup on, like a fucking mind clown <laughs> uh, and uh, i was packing up and of course the cops came for the fight but they saw me and they're just like you come here i'm like what, what? Yeah. yeah what i'm just anyway, a mime that, that time that time there's a long funny story too but I, I, you know i got out of there pretty fucking quick can't be a mime in this town they, i would have pretend i was in a box i wouldn't have said i wouldn't have even said what i'm just a mime i would have just went yeah. <laughs> Hands yeah. up. Yeah, they they like they love me and I had taken uh, fuck I got to tell you. Okay. So I, <laughs> so, yes. I somebody had just given me ecstasy, oh right? My God. Uh, me and me and uh Mary took it and um then I was packing up my gear and I had forgotten that somebody also gave me like a uh, like a bud in a cigarette pack, mm. you know, like the cellophane. Just a small little bud. And like I friends it, do. Yeah, and I put it in my wallet. And then, of course, later, they're like, you got anything on you? And I'm like, nope. And they're like, can we search you? I'm all, sure. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm just high on ecstasy. Did you hate weed my cigarettes? Yep. They found that little piece of weed, and they're like, yeah, you're going to jail. And I was oh so God, mad. Oh, my God, and it's mm. legal now. Fuck. Yeah, and they let me. They, when they took me up there, first they had to get call all their buddies over. Yeah, Come those, here, take those... a look at this guy. <laughs> Mime yeah. on yeah. <laughs> First, they're like, "Okay, everybody, come here, come here, come here, come here." All the cops come over and looking at, at my fucking face while they're doing my mug shot. And, yeah. and then they let me take a shower, and that ecstasy was kicking in. Fucking, oh, that's one of the best showers I ever had. Yeah, <laughs> even though it was in jail, and I was really pissed off and bummed. But I was at it like I got so, my pillow. They opened the the cell. I met my celly. Put my head down on my pillow. <laughs> They fucking. I put my head on my you, pillow. Man. I'm gonna leave that alone. They man. knocked the door and opened the door and I'm like, you know, said Nick Ramirez, you're out. And I was like, fucking sweet. And my roommate was like, what? My cellmate was like, fuck, man. Like, yeah. He was like blown away. I was too. I was like, fucking my friends rule. My my my, my yeah, so, Yeah. One time I went to bar. I had to go in the drunk tank and sleep with those guys. Oh, well. Did anybody puke? <laughs> did you cut so, Yeah, I think they did. I mean, when I woke up in the morning, there was a lot of weird shit going on. <laughs> There's no pillow or anything. I just slept on the floor because everybody that could get on a bed was already way past that. I mean, there was like probably 20 of us in there. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Saturday night in Reno in the summertime. <laughs> There's a lot of drunk people. Hot time yeah. in the city. <laughs> a lot of people in there were just like, dude, where are we? I was like, dude, you're obviously in the fucking drunk tank. <laughs> yeah. Damn, so am I, have are. I spent the most time in jail? Do I have the most jail cred in this group? Maybe. I did a lot of time at Wittenberg. Roommate oh, Chris isn't job. talking. Yeah. I plead the fifth. I ain't saying <laughs> nothing. I, I have never been to jail. So. Knock on wood. It's pretty rad. Let's not, uh, let's not invite that. I actually grew up in California, so I used to deal with cops all the time back home, mm. you know, unfortunately, where I lived. And uh, it's kind of funny. I have a, a story. I could kind of relate to your mom's story because I, I, uh, I, I got uh, taken in one time. Uh, for uh, having uh, too much fun, liberations at a, at a zombie crawl. Oh, so okay. yeah, oh, I, I had a lot of you know some. My, my face was nice and painted mm-hmm. too. So yeah, it was great. You know, cops take you in. They're like, hey, check out this clown. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah it, they it was bring good. all over their their friends. Oh, to it look was at great. You. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it happens. You know. Yeah. 
I was just a stoic and mad about it the whole the whole time too. And also rolling your face off. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just starting to come on. Uh, yeah. yeah, God, Nick, it you does gotta, take like, a lot of a lot of the effect off though. Being surrounded by bright I, lights and the cops and everything, you're kind of like, yeah, it takes a buzz away. Have little, you been able bit. to do uh, ecstasy since? I did do it. Um, allegedly. Mom. <laughs> don't, don't. This is many years ago. Oh, this is allegedly. Oh, man, your mom listens to this show? Yeah, I did do it successfully after that. Wow. Might have been like a, a Burning Man or something. Gotcha. Situation. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. But you got but, out super fast, and that's my privilege. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, I realized my privilege, and I was happy to have it both, right, both yeah. times when, when I got out. Oh, Motherfucker. Okay. And it wasn't, it was never a big deal. It was like, I mean, I didn't hurt anybody at all. You know, I had a little weed and then I didn't go to my court date. Those are the two things that, you know, I didn't hurt nobody. You know? That doesn't seem, but none of this seems fair. When I, when I got arrested, I really, really, really deserved it. You were so, a violent so, mess. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, 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 somebody should have come and dragged me away to a box a long time before that. Wow. So. Hooray, you guys. Well, Liam, yeah, good job, Liam should play a fucking jail song. Stories. Do you have one about jail? Uh, yes and no. Mm. Um, so Do I, you have one about not pick, picking up hitchhikers anymore? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you still pick up hitchhikers? So back in January, my friend Andrew David Weber came to town, and uh, we wrote the El Paso Hitchhiker Blues. Uh, but he... Uh, played the guitar part, and I still have yet to actually learn it. So, Aww. so we co-wrote the song. He's a much better guitar player than I am, and so it's one of those things where, like, I don't want to attempt to play it and then have it sound half-assed. Now that I know how good it can sound, mm-hmm. right? So the next time I see him, we're gonna sit down, and he's gonna teach me the part correctly. And perhaps the next time I'm on the show, I will play you guys. The El Paso Hitchhiker Blues, but it is not ready for me today. Mm-hmm. Um, but perhaps after the show, I can play you guys a recording from my phone. That'd be rad. And you guys will, uh, you can hear, you can hear it the night, uh, we we tracked it the night after we wrote it. Will we laugh? You okay. will we'll fucking totally laugh, laugh your asses off. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, uh, where a lot of this started, I told you I was dating a girl who, um, you know, uh, metaphorically... Uh, as us emo kids like to say, ripped my heart out of my chest and fed it to me. Um, you won't be needing this. You haven't <laughs> lived until that's like happened to you at least four or five times. No, for <laughs> sure. And I, I think I've dated a lot. I mean, like I've loved a lot of people, um, but never have I been with somebody where I was like, this is the person I'm going to marry. And I felt that way about this person and then when it didn't work out, like, that's why I was so devastated. Um, so anyways, this is the song I wrote uh, after she broke up with me the first time. Oh, there was a second oh. time? Yeah, that'll be the next There's song. a part two? <laughs> There's a, yeah, we're going to get both of them. Saga. <laughs> All right. I like this. So uh, here we go. We want the things that we can't have Your eyes shine bright still every night in this memory My stomach is in knots And I'm struggling to get a grip Because even at the end you couldn't keep your lips off my lips 
how could I ever hate something wild and free? Because amazing as it was, it wasn't meant to be. Bond and you are a bag of bones If you ever lose your way Let my arms be your home Cause you opened up And you let me in And you told me things that you May never repeat again Always have those two weeks of mountains, beach, and sand. We were high above the treetops, hand in hand. We'll also have that weekend of dusty barrel bands. We were higher than the treetops, hand in hand. But I'm just a vagabond, and you are a bag of bones. If you ever lose your way, let my arms be your home. Could never hate something wild and free Because amazing as it was Amazing as it was Amazing as you are It wasn't meant to be And you are a bag of bones If you ever lose your way Let my arms be your home Cause you opened up And you let me in And you told me things That someday I hope you repeat again You're, uh, you're a lot more generous than I am <laughs> during breakups. <laughs> yeah, digging, digging that sound. That's a cool, that's a cool song, it's man. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's like you go through the thing, the the heartache, you write a song about it. Or no, you go through the heartache, you learn something, you write the song about it. Get arrested first. and then Almost get arrested. <laughs> no, no, arrested was after. No, oh, after. Yeah, yeah, because okay. there's, so, there's a whole second breakup. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I, after he wrote that song, th that's why he wasn't that bitter in that one, Kim. Uh, it was gonna happen again. <laughs> so that was that was actually so the thing. Up like the second break. I, you know, and that like I actually even said that I was just like, you know, that's it's in the song. How how could I ever hate something wild and free? Like she was just like. Long story short, and again, it took me uh, time to reflect on this, but um, I was basically um, her. What, what's the thing called uh, after a breakup and you date someone? Rebound? A, I was, well, was going to say suicide. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was her rebound and I knew it. I should have known it right off the bat. She had been divorced like eight months earlier. Oof. And I was the first person that she officially dated. I'm sure she 
probably went hog wild for a minute after her divorce, but um, uh, but she settled down like <laughs> like dated me. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even know where to go with that. I'm glad you kind of chuckled on that one. I mean, I, I didn't hey, know where to go with that. Are you sure? I'm right? just, I mean, I'm just, mean, I'm just being honest. I mean, I mean yeah. I did, that could mean that could mean anything. You guys, that could mean that she just like, like had a, she had, took you a know, cross she was part of the, yeah. Ro- yeah, she was, she was in the rodeo and she liked rodeo. to tie hogs, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right on. So, uh, no, anyways, no, I, and I realized it after the fact, like she, I, I think I wanted, like, I wanted the, the whole thing. I was like, you, this, oh my God. And yeah. I think she was sort of like, I just got out of this. Yeah. I don't want this right now. I think that was part. Of, uh, there was a lot of things that went into it. Yeah. Mm, um, right. And so, uh, so I was her rebound. Mm. And, uh, you know, and, and I realized when we broke up, she was really sweet about it. It was just like, hey. And, 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 How th- long did this relationship last? Uh, about eight months. And so this was actually part of the other thing is that she basically said to me when she broke up was just like, hey, um, I don't like she's just like, you know, this is a little too serious. Like, I I feel like we don't want the same things. And there there were some big things like Mm -hmm. I want to have kids and she does not want to have kids. Mm -hmm. But that actually deal breaker. It got it got more complicated. One of the lyrics and I'm I'm not going to go too, too personal. um, But one of the you know, the lyrics in that song is and you told me things that someday I hope you repeat again. Um, you know, in that song, I mentioned that she told me things she never told anyone else. One of those things were she actually did want kids. She was scared to have kids uh, because of her genetics. Her dad had uh, her dad had really bad bipolar. Her mm. sister suffered from really bad postpartum depression. She didn't want to deal with those things. She was scared for herself to have postpartum depression, and she was scared uh, to pass along her her dad's like severe bipolar. Well, that's uh, reasonable. It, yeah. it is reasonable. But what saddens me the most is that she actually told me that she wanted kids Aww. one night when she got really drunk. And then Ooh, when true. I true. repeated that back to her when she was sober, she was actually pissed I knew. It was like, it, she was like, Oops. it was as if I knew I her secret. And that. she was like, how did she, I could tell it was like, how did you God know damn that? You bourbon. And I'm like, how you did you told find that from me? me? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I wrote the song, I recorded it that night, I uploaded it to Facebook, and she melted when she heard that song and was like, get back together. Oh, I didn't, you know, it was like, oh, get back together with me. And I did because I was like, you know, I wanted it to work out. Is that the only time in history that a breakup song has made them come back? I know, right? (laughs) Kim, if you wrote the breakup song, it would have been like, you small dick piece of shit, like fucking Um, like really awful, right? Wow, Kim, that's not would have, Never would have gotten back together. I I really only had good things to say about this person. Um, You know, it was just like, Mm -hmm. I was just so sad that it didn't work out. I was just like, fuck. Like, this was the one, and, like, I, I don't know. I just was sad that it wasn't working out. And mm. so I, um, over the years, I, I have actually very purposely tried to write songs that are, um, I, I don't want to demean the other person unless they deserve it. I really like your other, <laughs> your two angry breakup songs, your other two. Oh. <laughs> don't Call Me Charlie? Yeah, and then what was the other one? Maria, the anagram Oh, My song. Sweet Anagram? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those those are both a lot more harsh. Yeah. 
Um, I was never good style. at deciding when I had a right to be mad. Mm. I thought I always had a right to be mad and cruel. <sighs> I was never good a good judge of that. Oh. Well, I mean, by the time the second song rolled around, I definitely, I still am not super mean in it, but I was a lot more, I, it'll be obvious how much more frustrated and like heartbroken I am. The second, the first time it was just like, man, that sucks. It didn't work out. The second time was like, God damn it. Like, why did you give me like that hint of hope again and then take it away? Did you kind of shoot mm-hmm. some arrows in that second song? Yeah. Uh, did I? You, you know what I mean? I don't like, think so. I, 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 You're a way better person than me. I, yeah. I, I got to be honest. Sorry, I, I couldn't do that. Perhaps, I could not do that. Perhaps one tiny arrow, like a uh, Nerf ball. Dude, I would have thrown a goddamn <laughs> spear. That's just me, though. I mean, uh, wow. metaphorically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we should hear that since we're on the topic. Is that one ready? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, that last song, just like the, the first song I played the, of the night, was ever so slightly out of tune and annoyed the heck out of me. But I'm per- I'm actually <laughs> no, we did that on purpose. Did it bother me? Like I, <laughs> John Fruchino. That one was like, a lot less <laughs> for sure. But now I'm actually in tune. So uh, <clears throat> so this is uh, this is after she broke up with me the second time. She got this song, and she's never heard this one. I don't think. Because by the time I well, don't play she, it for her, she'll get back together with you and she'll just be on this cycle forever. <laughs> she is, is she a regular listener. Unless she's hit no, listening. no, yeah, uh, she for sure. See this, okay. I un- yeah, I unfriended her um, shortly thereafter. Is she on my Facebook? She might be a fan of ours. I don't probably. Did I there's her? a will, there's a way. I don't think so. Chicks huh? dig us. True. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're still Facebook friends. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Well, Anyways. let's all let's also remember that um, there's two sides to every story. Mm. No, absolutely. Well, I, you should hear her song, right? Yeah, her I, song I, really tears you apart. Well, okay, oh, yeah. so you I, suck. Bad. I almost said this earlier, <laughs> and this is this is what makes me second guess like my entire life now is because uh, this happened to me recently as well. Is that uh, my most recent girl I dated, whose name I won't say, and this girl both said, "Hey, I think we should break up." But I'd like to keep having sex with you. Oh well, huh. I mean, which if there's not a higher compliment. They're honest. I feel like that is a decent compliment. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. But especially in the case of the person who I wrote this song about, I was like, I think you're missing the part where I'm like completely in love with you. Mm. So no. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be. Good. No offense, but I wish I got broken up with like that. Right. Like, I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> damn. I, have so I, I never I ever want to have I mean, sex with you ever again. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I hate to sound horrible, but it's like, man, you got it rough. Like these chicks no, just want to have friends and benefits. Wow, I think like, Liam's got it right. <laughs> but I think I, mean, I, would, yeah, no, I sure. probably would have tried it out a few times. And then, <laughs> no, yeah, I just think it work. I really got to make sure I'm making the right decision. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, man. My bad. Yeah. Um, the, the the more recent one that was sort of the case, but um, but that that also fell apart pretty quick afterwards. So. Anyways, uh, yeah, that is always gonna fail. I, I, I don't, I don't know. It would always fail for me personally. That <laughs> for would sure. always fail for me. <laughs> so this song is called "The Root." Lay my mind to rest. No, it's racing fast Take me back to when I didn't have to wonder Tell it like it is 
Or tell it like it ain't Tell me anything at all Tell it short or tall You can't tell a story as it happened Don't have to worry, cause I got you As long as you got me But expectation is the root The root of heartache The root of heartache I'm an open book If you wanna know what I'm thinking Then just listen to what I'm saying to you You are a brick wall I don't mean to be a dick But this miscommunication makes me sick Tell it like it is Or tell it like it ain't Tell me anything at all Tell it short or tall You can't tell a story as it happened Only as you perceived You don't have to worry Cause I got you As long as you got me But I feel, mm-hmm. feel a little that bit more. Great. It's a little heavy. It's, it's heavier than the other song for sure. It still sounded like there was a little bit of hope there, though. Now, I don't know about hope, but it was optimism. T- yeah, positivity. I, I think now, but the line expectations root of heartache. It's my fault for ever expecting that any of this shit was going to work out. Exactly. Like that's that that's was exactly <laughs> what I was trying to say was that the fact that she let me in and gave me that hope made it even worse. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and it just, I don't know, that song to me was just sort of like, um, and it wasn't mean. I mean, I say uh, uh, I'm an open book uh, and I call her a brick wall, mm-hmm. which like, eh, that was like my Nerf ball 
shot. You know, I wasn't <laughs> like, right. that's not like a super dick thing to say. Like she would like if she heard that song, she'd be like, yeah, I'm not very open, am I? Yeah, no, that was a very, very tame breakup song for you, actually. You've matured a lot, Liam. Thanks. My uh, therapist <laughs> also thinks so. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe his previous exes were just horrible people. I mean. You know, I, I actually would say that's not the case. Oh, um, it is you. I did have. <laughs> I, I did have an ex cheat on me and she's the one that I wrote like my mean songs about. Mm -hmm. And everybody, it you know, Kim included, like a lot of people really remember those songs. And they're just like, ooh, you write angry Taylor Swift breakup songs. And I was like, <laughs> I've written like three out of like mm -hmm. 60 or 70 yeah, songs. Those are our favorites. Yeah. Yeah. People They're, love um we love it. Love uh, hate hate songs. Yeah. Anger? Yeah. Yeah. People like, like anger. Angry so. love is Oh no, cuz we've all been there. We yeah. all have always we've all wanted to just like shout fuck you things. Yeah. Yeah. And write like a, write a mad Alan Alanis Morissette yeah. song yeah. about right it. Right yeah. or wrong, it's true. <laughs> do you know You're thinking about me when you fuck her? Do you Yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> We all get that. Take that. Yeah. It gets dark. So, uh, as a, as a side note, do you know who Alanis Morissette wrote "Jagged Little Pill" about? No. Well, I do. We know we know who the, the we know who allegedly that was, who? and she said that it's a uh, amalgamation of a bunch of different people. But it's so fun to think it's that guy. Who is it? It's Joey from Full House. Uncle Joey, <laughs> Dave Coulier. Dave, no, we yeah. always heard Dave Coulier, but she has said it's yeah. like an amalgamation. Wait, wait, wait. Is Joey not Dave? Wait, no, dated? Dave Coulier is is the guy from Cut It. Out. What was that show on Nickelodeon? Yeah, he was in Full House. He was in Full House. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. Uncle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're uncle. right. I never watched that show. I knew I, him I didn't from. Know. I don't remember his name from but... Nickelodeon. Yeah. Wow, hmm. they dated. Yeah, oh, apparently so that's well. No, but then we all immediately picture her blowing him in a theater. Yeah, and, I can't. Uh, like, <laughs> what? Right? Huh? I don't want to. Wow. Oh. Now I have to. <laughs> Poor See, I'm totally going there right now since she said it. Why not? I mean, doors open. Okay. I'll have to watch that video. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we are talking like early 90s Alanis Morissette, not yeah. current. So oh, it's no, like no. it's a little. No, everybody no, was she's stuck hot. in dicks in theaters back then. No, 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 no. Alanis <laughs> Morissette is I hot and amazing. Uh, speak but Dave Cooley? <laughs> what the hell was he doing with her? That's an interesting combination. Like, and, and, yeah. That's my point exactly. Like, how was he the guy right? that got her to write those songs on that record? He must have Whoa. been a dick. Or had one. Well, there's always he yeah, because always, some other ch chicks fucking him. This, he like yeah. left her for some other chick oh, who wow. must have been hotter than Atlantis, right? I mean, you you don't <laughs> you don't you know go down, right? You don't you're not supposed to downgrade. Well, yeah, she I mean. goes down in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> The sword that that guy must have been wielding for yeah. her to write those songs and to feel that deeply, I'm I'm just saying. I think I'm pretty sure it's Uncle Joey. Yeah, but all hurt doesn't come from big so. dick, big dick energy. You know? <laughs> so well, is that Joey? In my case. Maybe you're right. Um, <laughs> who's the other uncle? uncle is there not the hot one? Who was the hot one? John who's Stamos. What was his full house? Was he Uncle, Uncle Joey? Jesse? Jesse. He was Jesse. Jesse. Good job. So there was Jesse and Joey. I never watched yeah. that show. Me I'm neither. Sorry. I don't I even know what. <laughs> it's weird how shit just hides in the back of your mind. Right. But right. I did watch that dumb Nickelodeon show, which is. Oh, yeah. You can't do me. that on television. Was that was a great show. <laughs> no, it was it was another one. It was Out of Control or uh, something. 
Yeah, gotcha. Joey Gladstone, Dave Couillet. All right. So Linus was on You Can't Do That on Television, which was a great Canadian TV show. That show was oh, so yeah. awful. My parents were I like, why it. are you I watching? I love that show. Well, because yeah. we were kids, but from an adult perspective, that was a dumb show. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, it was pretty was cool. Them? I mean, I thought it was cool when I was 10, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah, it was rad. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Drake, Drake on some Nickelodeon no. show, too? Or something. Let's, just, let's just say yes. He was in Degrassi or something, right? Sure. Neil Tyson Degrassi? What? Probably, Drake probably said he was on that show, but he probably wasn't. <laughs> I think yeah. Con- I think Kanye was on that show. Yeah. Oh, nah. Nick, are we going to do a short thing this weekend? Let's this do, week? let's yeah, do the not? thing. Let's get to it. Give me some music. It. Give me some music. Sorry, it. Liam. Everything must be shut down because we need to get through this. As you game. wish, Mr. Ramirez. It's time for the worst little quiz. Here we go. We're going to ask Liam to face off with roommate Chris and uh, head-to-head competition to see who the baddest motherfucker is. Um, <laughs> we're going to, we're each, we're all each uh, host going to ask you a big question and then we'll each ask you a rapid fire and we'll, we'll see where we are when we get there. And only okay. one of you, and your, your stories need to impress us, and only one of you leaves the house <laughs> with the Bravo motherfucker sticker. Ooh, yep, bragging yeah, right. Right Show them, Ooh. show them the Bravo, Bravo, yeah, the Bravo motherfucker sticker that will. You be guys might not be able to read it from there because it's so small, wins. but it's pretty rad. All right, they're yeah, all different it's sizes. It's one of those good kind of stickers where you put it on, and you got to rub it with your credit card, and it stays forever. Right. Hell yeah, really, they're fucking rad. Okay, it's all about. All right, it. so um, I'll start this week with a softball question. Well, I think it's a softball question. Um, what happens to us when we die, roommate Chris? We decompose. That's a softball question now. We we just yeah. That's a heavy. Did you hear that? You just said we you decompose. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, just scientific. I don't know. (laughs) I've always thought that we're just they're like part of the stars. You know, it's just balls of gas burning billions of miles away, and and our bodies become these stars that we're. I'm just. I'm so. I'm trying to quote the Lion King, and I'm totally (laughs) fucking. So you're saying the Lion King scenario. Yeah, I like that better than Chris's answer. But that was just one word and simple. They're just wow, we fireflies no that got answer. caught up in that but, big uh, bluish black thing. Some points get you. Some you get more points for. That's all. We become stars. Okay, okay. I like it. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Out. nice all right. and simple. Fair enough. Okay. Who wants to go, Chewbacca? Sure. Uh, what, in your opinion, is the sketchiest convenience store in the Reno Sparks area? Ooh, I don't know about the sketchiest, but the one that immediately came to mind is right next to Sparks High School called Sog Market. And my very, my S-A-A-G, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sounds familiar. So for whatever reason, I got my first flip phone in high school and uh, I was at a, a wrestling tournament at Sparks High School and me and my buddy Chris Moltz walked across the street and we saw that and for whatever dumb reason like high school us thought it was so funny and I took a photo of it and it was the background on my phone for like two years (laughs) just the SOG market (laughs) and we would uh, for whatever reason we'd always laugh about it it was always it always come up so when I think of any convenience store anywhere in Reno that's the one that comes to mind and I don't remember it being that bad necessarily but it just was the place it could it be Chris? 
Oh, let's see. Uh, now, now, can we can we name the stores? Can yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, please do. I I, I can just go by the one that the I, I pass. I, I see along the highway uh, uh, coming up. Uh, was it eighty going to three ninety five? It's uh, it's right uh, before you hit, hit Victoria. I think it's called the Midget Market. The Midget Market. I think just because the name kind of mm, yeah, it's got to be kind of sketchy. Kinda no, like nothing against little people. Ish. I got yeah. nothing against little people. I'm just no. saying it just kind of sounds a little sketchy. Is that little, really what it's called? Little, yeah, it's little right. People <laughs> don't like that no. name. I heard. The Midget also just means small. You know, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, you know, it's midget, just, midget cars. Yeah. You know. It's an yeah, inconvenience. Right, right. Store. It could be towards anything. You know what I'm saying? It's anything right. smaller, or, but yeah, I don't know. It's just hmm. it's, that place still it's just in a kind of interesting area. It's kind of between Victoria and McCarran. So you I've know, seen it. I know what you're talking about. That area is just Pass, sketchy. Kind of general, right it's there. kind of over there in the old part of B Street. Like I feel like that's some sort of like like English as a second language, like. Failed translation. Mm-hmm. Instead of mini mark, they said midget mark. <laughs> oh, we got uh, the you know that's, that's probably it. Um, okay, that makes sense now. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, Liam, upon your death, where would you haunt? Oh God, um, Abbey Road Studios. All right. Mm. Have you ever been there? No. Yeah. But well, that's good. Using your. Death to go see the part of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah I want to travel, yes. baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, always, always a, the nomad. <laughs> Chris, where would you hunt? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. There's so many, so many awesome places you can go. I mean, hmm. Ooh, where, where to haunt? Um, I would, I'd probably say uh, back home in California. I, I used to work at a little pub, and. It, it was just great times. It was almost like a cheers environment, everybody there. So I'd probably say there because there, there's uh, always something going on there, you know? Right on. So wait, would that be would that be sort of like, uh, especially if you died soon or, or you know, more recently? Well, some I, of the, I, I wouldn't well, want to hope that. No, let's, let's just <laughs> say, though. Me, bro? Are you plotting on me? Let's just say <laughs> that the same people are still working there, right? And you're like, ah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> you're like, that would be cool. Like, you're, yeah. just, you're just like, ah, oh, Sarah, you know I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd work with that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Rick. Okay, Chris. We'll start with you. Sure. Uh, in high school, what kinds of things did you have on your bedroom walls, posters and shit? Oh, I was a total. Uh, <laughs> I was an '80s '90s child, so I, I would definitely say uh, I was into the the rock and heavy metal in that time. So definitely Metallica, Guns N' Roses. Okay, <laughs> pretty standard. Yeah, that that was pretty much it. Liam. So Chris is 10 years older than me, um, and uh, so I definitely had, I mean, I'm the kind of person that would save everything, like uh, concert tickets, movie tickets, and you. there was no white in my room. All my walls were completely covered, um, and I had literally everything from Green Day posters to Pearl Jam posters to Under Oath to, uh, you know, it was Iron Maiden and... It, it nice. was mostly punk, but I also had a little bit of metal. But uh, Iron Maiden had some pretty good posters. Absolutely, yeah, Eddie. The Eddie. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was just. But it wasn't just the posters, because you know how sometimes some posters would be different sizes, and mm-hmm. then literally I'd like have concert tickets and like all sorts of random trinkets to like. I'm like no white in my room. They like collaged mm-hmm. a whole wall. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, no, not a whole wall. All the walls. I, yeah. Feel like it's your like room house. was like a serial killer room or something. Actually, <laughs> Chris, like... let me ask you a question. Do I have the same tendency now that you've seen my studio? 
Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I basically yeah. have not grown up. Yeah, well. So putting your whole life up on the wall. I got boxes of that shit, dude. Like I'm, I'm the exact same way. It's a collage. Mm-hmm. I, I have, collage. Uh, I currently have all, not all, but I completely lined the very top part of my room with all of my own personal show posters from stuff I've played over the years. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for acoustic sound panels to come in. So the bottom is is still open because I'm planning to put panels in. Mm-hmm. But as soon as those come in, then it's all going to be covered with panels and more posters. So still everything will be covered. But I, I like planned it better than 14 mm-hmm. year old me. Yeah, I have a lot of stuff framed now too. Yeah, but yeah. It's still like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this wall over here at Rick's house. My whole house looks like that wall, every wall. I have a giant framed Lion King poster in my room and people come over and they like, the first question is usually like, how old are you? (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, have you seen my tattoo? I have a Lion King tattoo. So, you know, some of us, uh, we still- I'm just a big Lion King fan, big deal. you leave with that on dates? That's cool. No, but (laughs) it it comes out pretty quick. Yeah. Like- and when I go on dates with people, they figure out really fast that I'm still about 10 years old. Uh, do you want to come to my room and see my Lion King poster? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? I mean, hey, has that ever worked? Not in that sense. Oh. I mean, <laughs> it, it works in the sense that, yeah, they come to my room. Oh, okay. And then I show it to them. <laughs> and then... And then, <laughs> and then I pull out my guitar, and ah. there, then there's something to impress. Ah. Right. <laughs> then, then the music happens. Right. Did you? Um, I don't mean to to sidetrack too hard, but have you heard that song Little Dicky did about the Lion King? No. No. Like he he raps about the whole fucking movie The what? Lion King, dude. So, I mean, you're in good company. That guy. All right. Little Dicky's pretty good. Little Dicky's All a right. good rapper. He raps about the whole fucking Lion King, dude. Look it up I'm on the internet. To that I on the promise way. you, I will. You'll love it. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go. Um, Rapid fire? Oh, there's no Ian this week. There's no, no. Ian. That's it. We miss End you, of the Ian. road. Rapid fire. Yeah, let's do a rapid fire. Um, I'll, again, another softball. Um, uh, Elvis or Beatles, Chris? Oh, Beatles. Beatles. Right on. Hands down, Beatles. Okay, would you rather get beat up Hands or get up, arrested? Beatles. I'll let you answer that one first. Go for that beat one. Beat up or arrested? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you get arrested, you don't get beat up. Beat up. Well, it depends. I don't know. You, you might get beat up at and no, arrested. No, no, in this yeah. scenario. <laughs> in this <laughs> scenario. Oh, oh, rapid we'll talk specific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both could happen, but which yeah. one would you You're prefer? asking the brown guy. <laughs> uh, I would say I think I'd rather get beat up. Hmm. Arrested lasts a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who wins in a fight? Lemmy or God? <laughs> who, who wins in a fight, Tom Petty or Bob Dylan? Oh. Dylan, because Petty's already six feet under. Well, that okay. A theoretical fight where they're both alive. I, I would say Tom Petty. He don't back down. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Straight out, he don't back down. <laughs> <laughs> that is the answer I have been looking for since I started asking this question. For real? Thank you. <laughs> Shit, I just lost. <laughs> it's a constant horse race. Rick? Ah, circumcised or not? Circumcised. At least that's how I like them. Wait, what? 
All right, so I think we have two two for circumcised, Rick. Okay, thank you. Um, I can't quite decide yet. One more round of rapid fire. Um, all right, but another fucking easy one though. Stones or Beatles? Ooh, I say Stones. I'm actually still Beatles. Okay. Okay. Sympathy for the devil. Who wins in a fight, Stones or Beatles? Stones. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say Beatles. What? <laughs> Have you seen Keith Richards is like the most fragile person ever. I mean, yeah, they come are. Come on, dude. I mean, mixed super skinny. No, 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 no. Keith Richards can never die, so he will win. We did talk about that yesterday. That was something we oh, talked yeah, about yesterday. Highlander. Yes. I know. Yeah, what was it? It was Keith Richards, and who else did we say they're never going to die? It was, it was two people, remember? It was Keith uh, Chris, Rod, Rod and Stewart. have you ever seen a picture of the Beatles with their shirts off? Was there's it Rod a pectoral St- muscle between all four of them, <laughs> except maybe Ringo a little bit. I would bit. never, ever want to see they're, a picture of the Beatles with their just, shirts ever. I mean, have you, Rick? I'm brilliant. sorry oh, to yeah. hear that. I'm really there's sorry to hear that. It's, women, right? it's huh. just like, I think anybody would just kick the shit out of all four of them. It's sad, but, I mean, <laughs> but God, God bless them. They're geniuses. I'm just grew up saying. in a pretty rough part of England. A they strong gust of wind would kick their ass. To be yeah. honest, yeah. Yeah. Right. in <laughs> Germany, in Hamburg, they would they would fight. You know, um. they had to. Well, they'd fight each other. No. What? Yeah, probably. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, even think the they one, could fight each one other. One got uh, <laughs> like beat to death, right? The one one guy who was in it, the art guy, uh, Stuart Sutcliffe. Uh, I don't know what their, their bass player. Stuart Sutcliffe, he got like, wasn't he the guy? Who, yeah, he got. He had beat to death. What's this one? Well, he got he got beat up, and then later he had like a brain hemorrhage or something. Well, then maybe died. the Beatles aren't that tough. Uh, shoes or socks? <laughs> the hard stuff. <laughs> These are hard questions. I mean, I'm, I, I just couldn't come up with nothing. I'll, I'll wear socks. Yeah. All right. Shoes. Okay. For sure, shoes. All right. Okay, I'm going back to the Beatles. Who wins in a fight, Elvis or the Beatles? The Beatles, well, well, I was going to say because there's four of them, but they don't call him the king for nothing. Plus, yeah, he knows, he knows, yeah, he actually knew some martial arts and, uh, you can't see me now, but I'm doing it. And yeah, he's the king. So, uh, I dare say he would be the heavyweight champion. Chris? Oh, hands down the king. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you, God, I I mean, you look at the Beatles, they're like. A buck fifty, all of them yeah. together combined. Exactly. And I'm picturing like Elvis from the 70s. Yeah, by the time like, Elvis, yeah, by, when Elvis learned karate, he was up. already pretty overweight. Them up, yeah. And Elvis was probably on meth. Oh, Doctor Speed. Probably. Doctor Speed. Excuse me. I can actually picture that. Like Elvis just tossing Beatles aside. That's oh, it's That's cool. Makes so much sense. That's a cool visual thing. One handed eating a cheeseburger with the other hand. Right. Bam. Just tossing them like lawn darts, man. Just tossing them like lawn darts. You know. Lawn darts, Jesus! Someday we gotta animate um, the Beatles fighting Elvis <laughs> yeah. and, and from our that conversations. Would be, about that'd be really great. Because I picture, topic. you know, El- of course, you know, Elvis in the jumpsuit. You know, yeah. hell yeah, yeah. He's got the rhinestones. Yeah, the whole nine yards. All right, let me ask you guys a question. Yep. This is this is almost a terrible question to ask, but I'm gonna pose it because now <laughs> it's just really Beatles questions question. galore. Who's gonna die first, Ringo or Paul? Oh, oh Paul! 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 Yeah. No question. Ringo is a survivor. I always knew that Ringo would be the last Beatle. Wasn't he the oldest? I always he knew oldest, that. Yeah, because he's. But he's. Mm, but Ringo, I, I, you know, Ringo's gonna live forever. 
And then the, yeah, and everybody else is going to die first. He's no like question. the Betty White of the Beatles. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Would, it, would it be more, more, like, would it be horrible for me to say, like, he's kind of like the less talented of the Beatles? Like, it, oh, would that be bad to me? Oh, this is no, this is I, I mean, bad. Whoa. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? I'm Wait, just saying, I'm just, <laughs> you're <laughs> actually going to go on record saying that Ringo is less talented than Paul McCartney? Did he just say that? I, I did. <laughs> I, yeah. Your friendship is yeah, over. Yeah. Guys, I, I, I think that uh, that's a very unpopular opinion and nobody would agree with you. Uh, maybe, well, you know, I think uh, Ringo. I, I, I tend to go against a, the grain, so that would be nothing drummer. new for me. Not, I mean, Paul is a drummer too, but my, I think Ringo's probably a better drummer. My sarcasm must, must be off because obviously everybody in the fucking world knows that Paul... <laughs> Is the more talented Beatle? <laughs> yes, yeah. by far. Yeah, I think that's but fair to Chris, say for sure. But look, we're not going to bash Ringo. All right, we right. don't have to bash. I'm not saying bash. I'm just saying he's, he's you know. Yeah. Well, well, someday he's going to be lovable old ninety year old Ringo, and last, Paul's the last Beatle, yeah. the last remaining yeah. Beatle. Yeah. yeah. So, so, no question. And you're going to go up to him and you're going to be all, "You were that good." Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> what's interesting about Ringo is that he reminds me, in a weird way, I think of similarly. I think of the drummer from Lucero. Uh, Roy Berry, is that Ringo was a little bit of uh, an odd drummer. Like, he didn't fit a lot of the norms. The parts that he writes are actually slightly odd. And so, even though he wasn't necessarily super good, he stood out in a weird way because he wasn't cookie cutter. Yeah. He had his own style. He, he very much was a unique drummer. Not, a, not necessarily a super great drummer, but that's part, he's a big part of why the Beatles sounded so unique. Ringo is the perfect Beatles drummer. Yeah. He is. Yeah, he just did his job. Right. Yeah. And that's something, yeah, many stay drummers. In the background. Many to. drummers yeah. are so good, they can't stay in the background, and yep. that sometimes makes the song uh, not better. Ringo only, they only recorded one drum solo that he ever did. I mean, it was only, in one song, the Beatles ever did was there like a Ringo minute. And they made him do it, and he was like, yeah. I don't want to do it, guys. Yeah, but it came out good, though. <laughs> And <laughs> that, was, that was a really good impersonation, man. Seriously, that was good. I, I know it's on the backside of Abbey Road, right? That that drum solo. No, it's in uh, what? Yeah, someplace during the go. Was it okay? Yeah. It's during the medley. It's during yeah, it's the medley yeah. on yes. the backside yeah. of Abbey yeah, yeah, Road. Yeah, yeah, okay. So my one of my best friends. It's uh, right before the end. Yeah. Yeah. One of my best friends that I grew up with, a guy named Aaron Chiazza. He was the drummer in my metal band when I was in Carson. Uh, in Carson City. Oh, I forgot he, about that. He's currently the drummer for uh, the Beatles tribute band Rain. Oh, right on. Right? Yeah. So he actually had to learn that. And I remember him complaining to me that he's like, this is like the fills that he chose to do. He was trying to do it, you know, fill for fill. Uh, and he's like, these are so fucking weird. Like the choices that he decided to do were so odd for a drummer that he, it was so like against how he would normally have played anything. Uh, um, but again, that it like, it adds credence to like, nobody played like him cause he played weird. Yeah. He made right. sort of odd choices, but then it just worked. This yeah. is supposed to be rapid fire. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. God damn it. We, 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 did you get we, your last, last rapper? No, there? my last question has not been asked, you guys. Uh -oh. And there's been a lot of matchups with you guys that's not allowing us to, to choose betwixt you. <laughs> it's <laughs> like you guys are just picking the same thing every time. So hopefully this last question will shake you up. <laughs> what you got, man? What you got? Would are, you rather? Are, are you going Would you rather full evil Knievel? <laughs> oh, yeah. Would oh. you rather have a person of your choosing shit in your mouth or punch out a two-year-old? 
Wait, a person of my choosing. Right, you I, get to choose the person who shits in your mouth, <laughs> but you don't get to choose the two-year-old. It's just so any two-year-old. Do I get to choose what they eat before they take downtown. that shit? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will say yes. Then I'm, I'm totally going shit. I'm going with the shit as yeah. well because... Oh my God, it, you guys. Just saying. God, no, no. These monsters <laughs> punch out two-year-olds. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> these are people who love now, children, if said, like, Kim. If you would have said drop, drop kick a two-year-old, I probably would have taken that one. You, there, know, but, you know, I'm not about punching no kids. Drop kicking is another story, though, you know? There are definitely some asses that I would not be upset were in my face. Okay. And if that if it ended up that way and that was that was what it had to be for that ass to be there, I would consider it. Unless they ate some corn. If they ate some corn, I don't know, dude. Like if they if they had a can of corn before, you know, I, I don't know if I'd go there. That sounds my, pretty good. A can answer, of corn sounds real good right now. My answer might change just saying. I'll go home and eat a can of corn. I'm hungry. Nice. <laughs> okay. I think I think we're good, right? Uh, for sure. Uh Nick, you're going to add up the scores? All right. <laughs> well, it was close, you guys. But, yeah, roommate Chris. Roommate Chris. <laughs> Even I agree. You guys are only like a couple thousand points away from each other. You get the sticker, Chris. That's yes. nice. Bravo, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Hell, I'm very, I'm, I'm very proud of this. Yep, I'm put it somewhere special. Oh, I will for sure. <laughs> Remember us here at the worst little. Podcast. I'll, I'll never forget this. This is cool. It's been an awesome experience. Uh, so, speaking of getting to the uh, finish line here, Liam, how do we get in touch with you? How do people know what's going on with you? What's your next show? How do they get your five song EP? Uh, so, um, you can find me on Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Music, whatever. Uh, it's my full name, Liam Kyle Cahill. Last name starts with a C, not with a K. Often confuses people if I say my last name before I spell it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, at this point, I actually don't have any solid shows. I was supposed to have one in about 10 days for Reno Palooza 2. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's getting postponed now. And then uh, the EP is going to come out November 6th. Um, I am in the process of finalizing a release show for that. It's not going to be anything super extravagant. Uh, because of COVID, I've kind of been, I was just gearing up to start playing a lot more shows. And now I'm just trying to play it a little safe again. Yeah. The numbers um, are ramping up a little bit. Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm trying to be reasonable. Um, you know, it's like, I realize everyone's going to have their own opinion on it. I just don't want to be a part of something that could potentially affect other people. I don't want to be any sort of like negative energy or, or uh, potentially bring extra things in that aren't, that shouldn't be there. So I'm, I'm still trying to keep it a little bit uh, on the DL. I am planning on having a release show though, something mm-hmm. small. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you, gonna- should, you know, I'm, uh, this is a little behind the scenes, but uh, if maybe you check out 10 tour because they've been doing an open mic out, outside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, outside's a lot safer than... It's very know. true. Yeah, um, yeah I, I've got a couple of places, and I'm going to try to actually finalize that this week, because it's only like six weeks away. Uh, November 6th is when I'm planning on coming out with it. I actually recently started working with a publicist who uh, works with Chuck Reagan and John Snodgrass Ooh, and nice. Less Than Jake. And oh, shit. Yeah, he's worked with a whole, like, he's like a punk guy, mm-hmm. and I am buddies with John Snodgrass on Facebook, and I uh, was in a conversation with him a few months back and said, hey, do you, by any chance, have anyone you recommend? He's like, oh, yeah, talk to my buddy Gary, and he, like, 
uh, put me in touch with him. And Gary's like, all right, if John says you're cool, like, let's talk. Um, so anyways, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to ramp up with all of that. Record's going to come out November 6th for the five song EP. We're trying to use this as a stepping stone. We're really focusing on the single love you to life. And then in the spring, I plan to release the 11 song full length record. And I'm in the process already of recording another EP, which might turn into a full length. And then I have a whole nother full length album. that's also ready. So I have plans to release an EP in 2021, a full length in 2022, another full length in 2023. I want to do a 10 year vinyl re-release of Key to Happiness in 2024, possibly even another vinyl that year, or at the very least, another full length in 2025. So my goal is for the next five years to come out with at least a full release every single year for the next five years. And it's, and that's just what's written now. And who knows, I mean, in the course of the next five years, right. more stuff will be written. And so there's just not enough time in the day. Unfortunately, it's been five years since I released my last EP. And this record took me four years to record. Uh-huh. So it's, it's just been a giant pain in my ass. It's been uh, a large sum of money a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of moving parts, uh, but it's finally done. And it's finally coming out, and I'm super proud of it. Nice. And so, Good, anyways, you can find me anywhere. Um, my website is just my name, liamkylecahill.com. Uh, but really, check out my music online. It's uh, I'm pretty darn proud of it. It sounds better than what I sound like here, because mm-hmm. uh, on, the, on the records, one, I have a band. And so that, and it, you know, really good band. Mm-hmm. And uh, secondly, on the record, I get to sing a hundred times until I sing it right. And <laughs> here, <laughs> here you get like slightly out of tune guitars and slightly out of tune vocals. <laughs> right. Yeah. Rick will fix it all in post. Nah, we're into the real shit. Yeah. <clears throat> no, we like it raw. I think yeah. it's cool that you're just pumping out music, man. I think it's cool. I think with all this pandemic shutdown that's been going on for what, almost what, two years now? Two years. We're yeah. two years. I think the fact that you're just pumping out music, I think that's just awesome. I mean, yep. you're, you're letting people know where you're, where to find it, where to find you. I mean, that that's what you got to do. Just keep putting out good music, man. Fuck yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, um, how would you rate each other as roommates? Oh, <laughs> one to ten. Oh, my roommate, he's awesome, dude. Seriously, he's an awesome roommate. Awesome, dude. Cool. Chris, how would you rate Chris? Rate Chris. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> too much coffee I'm no, gonna, no, no, I'm no. gonna step out of the room for this No, coffee. no, 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 no <laughs> I'm played. Chris yeah. is the third best roommate I've ever had oh. Which, hold on, hold on I'm gonna preface this Out, out of three because, roommates No, no, no <laughs> Because played. the two Liam that, once lived with Jesus So <laughs> yes, you can't get past the that The two that beat him he It is literally impossible for him to beat And I'll say this Is that uh, uh, so Chris is an absolutely fantastic, phenomenal roommate. But my roommate before him paid rent and never came home. <laughs> Chris can't beat that. Yeah. Uh, no offense. Yeah, no, no offense. Yeah, I, 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 and then, uh, and then I prior to, to that, yeah. one of my best friends in the world is a guy named Alex Tanchek. Uh, I call him Chuck most of the time. And he still to this day is one of my best friends. We lived together for about four years. And uh, I... He's the only, I mean, like, I love that guy more than just about anything. Like, he's, I, I don't know, fucking love that dude. And he, fit one of my, probably my favorite, my number one favorite human ever, perhaps, is Chuck. Oh, cool. Have That's you had awesome, a lot of roommates? 
I have. <laughs> no, I have had a lot of roommates. Yeah. I have lived in a new house just about every year for the last 15 years. Oh, and I'm shit. Yeah, for real. Wow. So, um, so that's pretty good, Chris. Yeah, yeah. To be number. Well, you, well, you know, it's a trip. Like, like I said, I, I've never really heard Liam play play a lot of his music. You know, I've heard him practice a little bit. I've never really heard him play his songs. So this is really cool. Not only like the music part, but even like the the intermissions between it is you know we're we're conversating in between. I've never heard some of these stories. So you know the backpack with the with, oh, yeah. the, with the pound was pretty cool. I was like, whoa! Like you know what I'm saying? Like this is some eye opening stuff here. It's pretty cool, man. Like, yeah, 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 man. Yeah, bring uh, that we we bring bands together when it's a band situation and they learn shit about each other. They yep. either get closer or they repel or they, and they're yeah, like, I don't want to be like, band You're uncircumcised. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, shit you never knew about your family. Oh, you let someone shit in your mouth? Yeah. 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 Saying, man, you sure know. would. <laughs> yeah, that's a risky question sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool, man. It's really cool. Kim, good you talk, got stuff to, pr- to uh, plug? I do, actually. Two really good shows um, that anybody who is listening to this show and who is a fan of Liam's music will love. Corey Brannon is playing Loving Cup on the 24th, so that's Friday. What? Yes, and he's also playing at the Brewing Lair in Grey Eagle the following day, and I will be at both shows and staying in Grey Eagle. And then Sunday, Reno is going to kill me, by the way, because live music is back, like really back. And Why is Reno going to kill you for that? Because every single fucking night there's a show, and I feel like I have to job. go to them all. But the people <laughs> love I'm it. I'm so the people tired. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tired. I just want a nap. Um, and Good. then Sunday, Brian McPherson is playing. Uh, at the Elbow Room in Sparks. Oh, yeah. oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian McPherson's freaking awesome. I saw him for the first time, oh, God, a few years ago at Loudest Folk. Um, and he's come through town a couple of times. But yeah. I played and with Joel, him like four or five years did ago. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Joel Ackerson is playing that show also. Oh, really? Yeah. Rad. Yeah. So those those two shows in Reno, one in Grey Eagle, if you can make it. Sweet. Nice. I love the music's back, man. That's awesome. It's good yes. to hear. It's good. I love it. I will be at Corey Brannon Hell for yeah. sure. I figured you would be. I, I didn't mean to actually like personally message you about that. but I'm going to personally I message failed. Corey and ask him to make sure that he's got uh, that Misfits song ready. I saw him play in San Francisco five or six years ago, and he does the, uh, I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and he covers that acoustic, where, and it is. Where Eagles Dare. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He, he covered that, and I... Will not let him not play it again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you better think about it, Sweet. baby. I'm stoked. He's just—it's just him, no band this time. But um, yeah, he played it solo when I saw Did him. Too. I've never seen him with a band. Actually. actually, I've only seen him once with a band, and it was actually—I think the only time I've ever seen him play with a band it was on the revival tour uh, with Chuck Reagan and Tim Arm, not Tim Armstrong, uh, Tim McElrath from Rise Against. Oh, I was at that show. Dan Andriano. Wow. From Alkaline Trio and a couple of other Dave like, really, uh No, Dave House didn't play that particular show. This was the one in San Francisco. You went to the revival tour in Denver where I Brian did. Fallon played, and I hate you still for that so much. But anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> that's the only time I ever saw him play. But that was like different than like a rock band. Like it was just a bunch of like awesome ass folk musicians coming out jamming together, and it was awesome. So I didn't get Dan Andriano at my show, oh. but I got Brian. Um, and if it makes you feel any better, I didn't just go to Denver. I went to Fort Collins and Denver and saw it two nights in a row. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Fanboy. Okay. (laughs) 
All right, you guys. Well, um, you got to get going here. You got one more song for us, so I'm just going to say goodbye to everybody and let you close out the show, Liam. Um, For Rory Dowd, who's doing uh, the Lord's work and being a good husband and a good dad. And for Ian, who's fucking consummate uh, associate producer, and I I love him for that worst little grid that he does every... and, and, And helping at the show every week and... He's been working real hard at school. Um, other than that, for Cadillac Kim, for Chewbacca, for Dogwater Dick in the back, for Liam and Chris, the roommate, I am <laughs> Nick Ramirez saying life is short and we love you. Take it away, Liam. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Thank you guys again so much for having me. Um, this song is a song that I wrote, gosh, six years ago. And uh, I recently uh, recorded a video for it. It's going to be out in about a month. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. This song is called Love You to Life. Sometimes when I'm alone, I fear I might. Then I wake, yes I truly wake Feeling so much more than life Find those few that you can trust And just make sure they know A cup half full is always sure to I'm not scared of death They may not be perfect But my friends are the best They stand by my side Make the heaviness light And you know that I've never deserved you But I love you to life ebb and flow of highs and lows are nothing new to me until further notice let's just celebrate everything as seconds turn to months and years the trick to this life is you don't have To live forever, you just have to live I love you to life, I'm not scared of death They may not be perfect, but my friends are the best They stand by my side, make the heaviness light And you know that I've never deserved you But I love you
I'm not scared of death No, they may not be perfect But my friends are the best They stand by my side Make the heaviness light And you know that I've never deserved you But I love you to life I'm not scared of death They may not be perfect But my family's the best We may start a fight But we fight for what's right And you know that I will always love you But God damn it, I just don't deserve you I love you to life Backwater Studios. Oh, God, I would have killed you at birth had I thought you would even entertain such an idea. I know.